Lemku is a South African Zumba instructor and fitness role model who lives in Abu Dhabi. When you see Clary on the stage leading her classes with such energy and passion, you wouldn't guess that she has Down syndrome. Clary also competed in singles tennis at the 2019 Special Olympics in Abu Dhabi, and her talents don't stop there. She has become a prominent speaker in the community advocating for inclusion. With her charismatic smile and insatiable energy, I'm sure you will enjoy hearing Clary's story. So we are joined by Clary and her mother, Lizette. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I understand you're working so much now, Clary. So yep. how's your new job? Do you like it? I really love it very oh, much. Good, good. Wonderful to hear it. Clary is really busy with her new job. She has two jobs at the moment. She works for a sports marketing company in the mornings and she also works for a Zumba clothing shop in the afternoon. She really loves it. Two, wow, long days. <laughs> That's good that you're able to do something, two things that you really like and you're getting paid for it. So best of both worlds. Yeah. So just to start, Clary, you headlined the newspapers in South Africa for being the first person with Down syndrome to go to a normal school, as you had already learnt to read and write with help from your mum. This is an example of how everything you attempt, you achieve to the highest ability. You broke these boundaries in an academic sense, and you continue to do so in the sporting arena. You never let the fact that you're born with Down syndrome get in the way of leading a normal life. So what sports did you do as a child? Thank you. Yes, my mom always treated me the same as my brother and sister. I played tennis as a child. I did swimming and I played netball for the school team. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, not all mothers like find the time and energy to to focus on their daughters in this way. So it's a real testament to you, Lizette. Thank you very much. I believe early intervention is key. And I tried my best to teach her as much as possible for her to be the best she can be. And such a lot of sports as well. Must have kept you busy. Um, So you were working as a receptionist at New York University in Abu Dhabi. Um, but then you found Zumba. So for the uninitiated, Zumba is a fitness program that combines Latin and international music with dance moves. So what inspired you to try Zumba, Clary? Thank you for your question. My mom took me to my first Zumba session. I always enjoyed dancing. And my mom thought it was a fun way to get fit. And after... I tried it the first time. I almost stopped. I did it, but the first class of anything always is a bit tough. So my mom and I decided to continue until we could do it. I am so glad that I didn't give up. Zumba is a really fun way to get fit and to stay fit. One should never give up and always try your very best. This is my motto. It's a very, yeah, I was going to say, it's a great motto, Kai. (laughs) And you've had a meteoric rise in the world of Zumba, going from an absolute beginner having trouble with their first class to becoming officially certified as a Zumba instructor. 
how do you feel about this amazing achievement? I am very proud of this achievement. It shows people that they should never think that a person with Down syndrome can't achieve goals. We are capable of more than most people think. That's certainly true. Um, so I went on your official website um, of Zumba and I saw you're licensed to teach Zumba, Aqua Zumba, Zumba Gold and Zumba Kids. So do you have a favorite class to teach? I think if I have to choose in teaching Zumba Gold is my favorite, but Zumba Kids is a close second. I just love Zumba. It really has changed my life. I do not know what I would have done with my time during COVID mm. if it wasn't for my Zumba sessions online and the videos I have made for the years every week. Well, I guess these communities provide more than just fitness or focusing on winning races. You have all these people lifting each other's spirits and you have a shared camaraderie about the love of dance, which is just wonderful really is yeah and your Instagram is very impressive like posting all of those videos we'll, we'll definitely have to to share that on uh the greys in the house Instagram for everyone to see because yeah everyone should follow that <laughs> thank you so much I really appreciate it no worries so um taking a tangent what is incredible about you, Clary, is not only do you have this career in Zumba, but you've also competed as a tennis player at the 2019 Special Olympics. So not everyone may know of the Special Olympics, but it is an event that is very close to our hearts. Um, it was founded in 1968 by Eunice Kennedy Schreiber. Eunice and her brother, John F. Kennedy, had a sister with special needs, which inspired Eunice to establish the Special Olympics with the financial support of JFK when he was president. The Special Olympics is the world's largest sport organization for children and adults with intellectual and physical disabilities with a summer and winter event every four years. So you were so lucky to have the Special Olympics hosted in your hometown of Abu Dhabi in 2019. You, I remember when we lived near each other, you used to be a competitive swimmer, but I didn't realize you play tennis as well. So you mentioned you've been playing tennis since you were a child? Yes, that's right. I started playing tennis when I was seven years old. My grandfather was a good tennis player and he gave me tennis lessons. How wonderful. So passing on I the was, legacy. I was very fortunate to be the only female to represent the UAE in tennis. I received a silver bronze medal at the Special Olympics. Wow. Congratulations, honestly. You have that, like, the physical, uh, like, uh, memorabilia to keep with you forever of that memory. That's really fun. We are hoping that the UAE will invite her to be on the, the team for the next Special Olympics that will be held in Berlin, Berlin 2023. Yeah, I saw Berlin, Germany 2023. So, Clara, you plan to compete there as well? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a few years away, so hopefully COVID has long passed and everyone is able to travel for, for these events. But for sure, we'll be cheering you on if you do. 
That would be great. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, um, Lizette, were there a lot of sports um, that you tried um, when Clary was young before tennis? Because, or did you stick with those three, the swimming, the tennis and the netball? When Clary was growing up, we concentrated more on tennis and swimming. She did, however, play netball for the school team. She was lucky to inherit the good ball sense gene from the family. Our family has always been very sports orientated. My husband and Clary's siblings play a lot of sports and my father, Clary's grandfather, was an excellent tennis player. And so, Clary, your tennis coach describes you as having a high level of passion and discipline in whatever you take on, as well as having a killer forehand. Um, how did it feel training for the Olympics? The training was very amazing. We trained five days a week for two hours a day. For six months, we had a great coaches and I still go to tennis lessons with my coach from Special Olympics. Wow, that sounds like a lot of training, but it sounds like it paid off with those silver and bronze medals. That's really cool. During the six months of training for the Special Olympics, we also had a personal trainer who helped Clary work on her core strength and endurance. Chanel, Clary's sister, is a sports and exercise physiologist in Australia and she gave us exercises to do to get Clary ready for the Special Olympics. Very handy having a sister there to help you all the way through it as well. So whole family effort to get you to the Olympics and what a result. <laughs> so the opening ceremony looked incredible. What was your favorite part of that experience? The opening ceremony was so special and beautiful. I still can't believe that I had a part in that and I loved everything about it. Mm. Especially the part where UAE walked out on that stage. Yeah. We I watched- can't even imagine. Okay. Yeah, we were watching on TV and we were like just so uh, fortunate that we were having the event in, in Abu Dhabi, our hometown, and um, that you know we were able to welcome all of those communities because um, like I was privileged to be a volunteer at the open water swimming event at Lama Beach in Dubai and like what was so amazing to me was this beautiful atmosphere of community because everyone supports everyone and, and looks out for everyone no matter what the nationality because sometimes I feel uh, at some other events it's not quite the same way so the true spirit of the Olympics was really shown in that environment. It's not about winning, but about taking part, even though you did win two medals. <laughs> so as you said, yeah, the, the next Special Olympics is going to be taking place in Berlin, Germany in 2023. So yeah, fingers crossed for <laughs> that everyone will be able to, to compete there. <laughs> um, another side to your life is your modeling. Um, you auditioned for the bareface modeling for clients you wish to promote diversity in their advertising campaigns. Do you enjoy the photo shoots? Yes, I did very much. <laughs> I just love the modeling. I had yeah. a photo shoot last week and can't wait for the project to be launched and to see all the photos. 
when do you get the photos? Do you know? The photo shoot went really well. The photos will only be released with the launch of the product. Okay. So, but last week, wow. We'll be looking out for them. I'm sure you look beautiful as always. <laughs> I really can't wait to see the photos. I watched the photo shoot and I think the photos will be amazing. She looked very professional as I was watching from the side. Okay. We look forward to seeing them, definitely. From my perspective, that not only inspires but it just has such a social impact on women the world over. By promoting products as someone with Down syndrome, you're authenticating our right to embrace our differences, what makes us unique, what some people may consider flaws, but it allows us to love ourselves um, no matter what. So what you're doing is really incredible, Clary. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so finally, we have a question that we ask all of our uh, interviewees at the end. So if you could have a conversation with anyone in the world from past or present, who would it be and what would you ask them? I would love to have a conversation with my grandfather. And I would ask him if he saw the Special Olympics from heaven. Sorry. Oh. No, it's okay. That was a really beautiful answer. I'm sure he did watch uh, and he's so proud that someone of the Lemkul family uh, continued his, his sport in such a way. I'm sure he's very, very proud of you. But he always been of someone in the family to become a good tennis player. Well, you've done more than that. You've won medals at the Olympics. So he would be so proud and when Berlin happens, I'm going to say when, not if, he'll be even more proud. So thank you so much, Clary. I think those are all our questions, but you are embracing your community and allowing us to believe that there's a community for us out there as well. We just have to look for it. So it was really wonderful to talk to you, talk to you both. So thank you for inviting Clary and myself. Is it uh, Lemkul? Lemkul Lemkul. Good to know. I'll remember that forever now. <laughs>